Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbury is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This, this is, is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Please stop digging. 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 Please stop digging
It's the last city council meeting of the decade. It's the last city council meeting of a four-year administration that some in the city are calling worrisome at best and corrupt at worst. So let me kind of fill you in on what's occurring. Of course, I've done a few little bits and pieces here in some of the most recent audio podcasts about Union City. So if you've been listening for a while, you'll have a little bit of understanding of where we're going. If you've watched any of the live episodes on Facebook, of course, you absolutely know what I'm talking about. It's just basically another situation where several citizens have contacted the podcast and said, hey, we have a situation in our community. We have certain people who want to get involved and want to try to fight what's going on and want to try to better our community. We have a certain amount of people who are afraid to speak at council meetings. We can't get questions answered. We feel as though the mayor just does what he wants to do. We don't feel like the council really lives up to what they should be doing. And we kind of feel as though the mayor's friends, family, and cohorts benefit most in this community and benefit most from this administration and these elected officials and the majority of the citizens here, the normal everyday working citizens of Union City are scared to get involved. They're worried about the direction of the city and they don't feel as though the government works for them. They feel it's quite the opposite. And I know people are going to say, but wait, you only have like three more weeks until the new administration takes office. So I just don't quite understand why anybody would be raising a stink. But yet when I say the new administration, you kind of have to go, well, kind of new. Brian Conklin, who is the current mayor, the sitting mayor in 2019, will not be returning to the mayor's seat in 2020. However, a gentleman that will be coming from the current council, his name is Chad Spence, he will be stepping up because he won the election in November for mayor. And some people say he's going to be wonderful. And then some people say, well, we're not exactly sure. We believe that he is the current mayor, Conklin's, hand-picked successor, and he was picked for that position because Conklin knows he'll act whichever way Brian Conklin in the future would so choose for him to act. Again, these are not my words. These are words of many, many citizens in Union City. Some say they think he'll be okay, and some say they think he won't be okay. Both of those are unsure, and only time will tell. Dealing with the council, the majority of the current council will be returning. The one council member that a lot of folks from the community says 
hey, he's all right. He kind of looks out for us. He actually won't be returning, and that's due to the fact that he ran for mayor in this last 2019 election in the primary and got beat, so therefore he didn't move on to November, and that means he also didn't run for re-election of his seat, which means he'll be leaving office on December 31st like the current mayor will. And then besides the one good council member stepping down and the other majority of the council members remaining in place, we also have the current mayor, Brian Conklin's son, Nate Conklin, who will be stepping up to the council because he recently, in November, won an election to hold the council seat for District 3. So we have basically in place the current council with a few small changes, mostly in favor of the current mayor, and we have a mayor who will be taking office in 2020 that the citizens there, quite honestly, are unsure of. However, that's not my focus right now. Because people have communicated with me and because people reached out to me and said, hey, we have some things that are going on that we're really not sure about. We have some kind of funky stuff happening. Will you help us? I said, sure. So I started taking a look at meetings, the old meetings that were streaming online. I started talking with citizens. And when I mean I was talking with citizens, I mean... I've talked to probably more citizens in a shorter period of time referenced Union City than I have anywhere else in the same period of time, even Muncie that has more citizens. I can't believe the amount of people that have reached out to me either on or off the record. And in doing so, some specific issues have come to mind, and so that's what I have been working on because, listen, I'm not confused. Union City is not my hometown. It's not the town that I was born in, but it's a community that has some citizens that really care about it and want the best for it and think that there's some funny business going on. So I said, hell yeah, I'll help you. I'll tell you what you got to do to fight and take back your city. And lo and behold, citizens are paying attention. Citizens are trying to communicate with me. And they're trying to learn how to better their government through their citizen involvement. So the first thing that I did, the first thing that I do anywhere and everywhere, which is perfectly legal, it's perfectly okay, it's something that Really, the council has no concern on, the mayor has no concern on, the clerk has no concern on, because, number one, it doesn't matter because it's legal. I started issuing a few records requests because I wanted to get to the bottom of a few things. So I've issued these record requests, and apparently those that are currently in power along with their friends and their family, because they have friends, and they have family, and they have supporters. Well, apparently they haven't liked little old me poking around, 
taking a look at what's exactly going on. So when we come back from break here, we're going to be examining what's happened at this most recent city council meeting in Union City, which happens to be the last council meeting of the year and the last council meeting of this administration. I'll also be delving into some of the issues that I have been looking at and that some citizens have been talking about and, of course, problems that I think that are currently facing Union City. And then I'm going to be talking about a very odd occurrence at the council meeting that just kind of is indicative of what the problem is that most most of these citizens are talking about and that problem started and manifested in the fact that a businessman he's not an elected official he's not an appointed official he's just a citizen like anybody else was going to get up he wasn't on the agenda he was added to the agenda during the meeting and he had the intention of fighting back against the rumors that he has been hearing about some of the elected officials and some citizens being a little unhappy with some of the situations that the city is involved in with this businessman. And of course, he was going to fight back against mean old Christopher Bilbrey. And he was going to tell what a wonderful person he is. And instead of doing that, how any other citizen would do in a three-minute little window, he was given a very long amount of time to speak and did so after he got up out of the audience, approached the council bench, moved around behind the council members, and actually took a seat in the council row as if he was somebody in this community, when in fact, this person is a nobody. I mean, yes, he's a citizen, and yes, he's a businessman, but he had no business being where he was, that is, unless I can sit there to address everyone, or the people who live there can do that from now on out. I just really was thrown off by that, but then the light bulb went off. It's because he thinks that he runs the town, and the elected officials thinks that he runs the town, or he tells them that he runs it, or they allow him to do that because of whatever backroom relationship that they have going on there. But we're going to take a look at that and a lot more going on in Union City and a lot of other places. It's the same type of stuff going on in Muncie. It's the same type of stuff going on in Anderson and in Winchester. So if you're here from any place else, please don't just abandon the episode because there's a lot to learn from the interaction and there's a lot to learn from what's currently going on here because you don't want to wind up in this spot and if you are in a bad spot you want to maybe figure out ways to help get out of it you're listening to perception is reality i'm christopher h bilbrey and we'll be right back after this quick break i'm probably okay to have one more drink before i drive home Probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just pop some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. 
Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Uh, yes, a thank you, Mayor Conklin. Actually, I do thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 63rd episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. It's good to be with you. So we're talking about craziness in Union City. Isn't it amazing? You know, I just want everyone everywhere to know that you're not alone, that the craziness going on in your community, you're not alone. It's going on everywhere. Some to different degrees, some this is a little crazy, in another place that's a little crazy, but everywhere is touched by its own form of craziness. And we just have to figure out a way to get people active and motivated to get off the couch and from behind the keyboard and out to meetings to candidate forums, to community events, and to the polling sites to cast votes so that you're represented by the people that you want to be represented by. And let me tell you, you will vote for people who will not do the right thing by you, and that's okay. You live and you learn. You vote that person out next time, and you try again. This is not something that, you know, it's a one shot and you're done. Thank God. Thank God we, as citizens, have the upper hand. Now, I'll tell you, in communities like Union City that are small, close-knit, and people have checked out of caring and have given their right to redress the government, and they've given up, and they've told the officials through apathy and through just not attending meetings, they've given those officials kind of the keys to the kingdom. So it's difficult now on this side of things when we say, er, excuse me there, sire, I would like the keys back because I'm the freaking boss and in charge. You know, it gets a little tough. They have a hard time dealing with that. And we just have to keep up the full court pressure. And we need to make sure that we're educated and involved. That's what it simply comes down to. Education, education, and being involved. Getting out and being involved. Because if we're not doing that, then we run into situations where we are at currently in a lot of communities, but talking here in this episode about Union City where we have citizens or others, people who live, work, and play. Keep in mind, I don't live in Union City, but I pass through Union City. 
I spend money in Union City. I know people in Union City. I'm not there as much as, say, I am in Muncie or Indianapolis, but I am in Union City from time to time. And we're in a situation there where people from the community who live, work, or play are trying to speak, and you have officials or people connected to the officials saying, Be gone, Satan, in the name of Jesus? Can you believe you have a situation where you have a council member elect, which is the little snot-nosed son of the current mayor, Brian Conklin, his son Nate Conklin, will be taking over on the council as one out of five votes here in just about three weeks' time. And I mean, if the citizens of Union City don't get this under control, and I mean in quick order, they are in for a rude awakening because this young man stood up like he was trying to square off in a council meeting and was just so out of line and so rude and so ignorant. And it's not just me saying that. It's people who watched the meeting, people who have no clue what's going on, Actually, people who watched who are officials from other communities were reaching out to me after the meeting and saying, look, I don't know what occurred there. I don't know what kind of craziness they have going on, but that was so far out of line and so far away from what a meeting should be. I mean, keep in mind, the last couple Muncie City Council meetings were just absolutely crazy, circus-like atmosphere, shit show, and it was not a place in which normal city business is conducted, and it's not conducive to doing business, the business of the people. Yet, the meeting that happened that I was at on Monday, December 9th, in Union City, Indiana was one of the most disgusting examples of non-official government business happening in one place that I have ever seen. You have citizens that are there just because they're connected to business people who feel that they run the town. You've got people getting up and threatening people for speaking. You've got people standing up and addressing other citizens in the meeting and taking on personal issues rather than attempting to address the council and conducting city business. You have the mayor who's yelling shut up to citizens and yelling shut up to others that are talking. You have a businessman who takes a seat behind the council table so he can bloviate on and on about how wonderful he is and what a philanthropist he is and all this money that he has and talk about how everyone's just jealous of him if they question his actions and he's allowed to just bullshit on and on and on for exactly 53 minutes and seven seconds that's how long that he is able to take away 
from the actual business at hand, and he, tur he turns it into the Rob Likens show, where he goes on from birth. He talks about how his mother was born in a hospital there in town, and he was born not too long after her, and they worked their way up, and he got this company and lost this company and he sold this company and he's basically won the lottery and he's better than anybody else because he didn't take the money and run and you would have taken the money and run and he talks about all this wonderful stuff and he keeps saying I shouldn't have to do this I don't normally do this it's not good for people to do this don't do it you're there for one reason one reason Rob one reason. You're there because you entered into an agreement with the government back in 2016 that said you were starting a business and that under the terms of that contract, you would have 200 jobs working at that business in Union City by the deadline laid out by the contract, which is December 31st, 2019. And if you don't have the 200 employees there by December 31st, 2019, then you owe the city of Union City payment for the loan that they gave you through economic development and various other aspects to the tune of $600,000. And he doesn't understand understand why a council member and citizens would be questioning what's going on with this. And so since the council is not allowed to ask questions, and mostly four of the five council members just goes along to get along with the mayor, they don't ask questions, they do as they're told. Since there's one council member there who dares to ask questions and is shut down, is told to shut up, is told that he should leave, is told to get his head out of his butt, is almost put in a confrontation during every meeting, and the mayor and other council members are just completely rude to this council member, it appeared as though some help was needed. So I spoke with citizens that wanted to be involved. We talked about various aspects. I said I would be there to lend a hand. It's not my battle, but I'm not going to let them die on that hill. I will stand there and help them. And I'm going to ask questions, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And so Rob Likens was there because there was literally one question before him. Are you going to pay the money back since there's not 200 jobs at your company? The mayor, as recently as two weeks ago, said, well, we don't need to be asking this question yet because it's not December 31st. No, no shit, Brian. It's November 31st. Is this guy going to hire 150 people in the next 30 days? Brian Conklin actually said that to me at the meeting on December 9th, 2019. He told me there was no reason to ask the question because it wasn't the end of the month yet. What kind of fantasy world are you living in, Brian? What kind of deal do you have with this gentleman? What does he have on you? What do you have on him? What makes this relationship tick? Because it's not... The jobs that he's promised, 
I don't know if he's done all this wonderful stuff that he's claiming that he's done or not, but I will put a link to the video in the informational section of this podcast so you can click on it and watch if you so choose. But he went on for all this time attacking me, attacking elected officials from the same seat as those elected officials being literally no one. And he went on about all this stuff that didn't do anything other than pat himself on the back and attempt to make himself look better before finally answering the question that everybody's been asking for some time now. And he finally answered it, and it took him exactly 30 seconds to say, because of this excuse and this lame excuse and that lame excuse, I do not have 200 jobs at the factory, but we will next year. Well, I'm sorry, that's not what this agreement stated. So go ahead and make the payment to the town, get that out of the way as your agreement stated, and then if you want to come back in 2020 and ask for this again, and maybe we could reevaluate that's up to those officials then, and it's up to the citizens to voice their agreement or disagreement with that, and the citizens will have to do that. But he said that answer, and it took every bit of 30 seconds, and that's all he needed to do. But instead, he wanted to take shots, and it was out of control. Honestly, you need to click on the link to the video. It's in the description of this episode, and you have to watch the meeting. That's the only way you'll be able to even comprehend. They were like standing up and trying to intimidate me and others. They were moving down, standing next to me. They kept telling me to stop talking. Even when the mayor said that I could talk, you had members of this businessman Remember, he's not an official. He's nobody else. You had them walking down and telling me to stop talking, telling me to go outside, attempting to intimidate me. It was ridiculous. But as I mentioned at the beginning of this, before the break, why? Why are they doing that? Why were they doing that? Because I ask a question? Because I'm not the only one that asked if Rob was going to pay back the money that Union City gave him. Others have asked that. Why was that happening? Well, let's take a look at some of the issues. So I told you we would discuss some of what my interest is with Union City. So I was originally called to take a look at this after a council meeting because the mayor's wife sent a couple nasty letters to a couple citizens because they didn't exactly agree with the mayor, his administration, the way he, that he handles things. So I started looking there and then quickly people started contacting me and telling me about issues with this Rob Likens, about his business. I spoke with folks that contacted me, okay? I didn't look them up. They reached out to me and said that they worked for Rob Likens at this factory. People said that they had used to work there. People had said they have been inside this facility, and there's certainly concern. 
everyone agreed there's not 200 employees there. And Rob Likens admitted on the record there's not 200 employees there. And he admitted on the record in the December 9th, 2019 meeting that he will be paying back the amount of money that Union City gave him. He will be paying it back by December 31st. So that's something I will be keeping an eye on because if he doesn't, well, then he's lied. If he does, then he hasn't lied, and he did exactly like he said he would. I have to say I don't know because as of the recording of this episode, he hasn't paid it back, so only time will tell. That's not negative. That's not me saying anything negative about Rob. It's just saying I don't know if he's going to yet or not. He said he will, but I don't know him, so only time will tell. But because all of these people started saying all this stuff, I started questioning what he was going to do. That's why he was so angry at me. But then what really blew my mind is I also stumbled on some other questions. Like, why is the mayor involved in a medical consulting business in which he, his wife, and his son are all involved with. It's called Equus. I was calling it Equius, and they were mad. So Equius, Equus, tomato, tomato, it's all the same. Okay, so why is this company doing work in or around Union City for Union City? What am I talking about? Well, there's allegations, and I didn't make them up because before I started looking into this, I didn't know what Equus was. I have been contacted by citizens who said they feel as though somehow the mayor of Union City has done something with Union City, reference his business, Equus. So I simply wanted to be able to verify that rumor or deny that rumor by looking at public records. I wasn't being out of line. I wasn't being out of control. I wasn't spreading that rumor on. Matter of fact, until I just said it here in this podcast, I hadn't told anybody that that had happened. I heard that people had concern that a business that the mayor's involved in was doing something with Union City while he was mayor from 2012 forward and people were concerned about the conflict of interest people were concerned how that process went and so i said wait a minute do you have proof of that and they said no we just heard this and that so i did what anyone should do i wanted to verify that rumor or i wanted to dispel that rumor and the easiest way to do it is to contact the clerk's office and ask for a records request, which is legal. You don't need to give a reason. You don't have to live in the community. I could drive to California and file a records request with the LA City Police Department and ask for records and don't have to give a reason why and they'll give it to me. I don't live in Indianapolis and I could go down to Indianapolis and file a records request with the Marion County Clerk's Office and they will comply. But yet I request records in Union City and I don't just have the clerk saying, well, is this a legitimate public document? 
or is it not a public document, which is really easy to tell. Most things are public documents. There's an Indiana public access counselor. His name is Luke Britt. It's real easy to get in touch with him. He's very accessible. He has a handbook that explains what paperwork citizens can get, what paperwork that you can't get, and what the process is to go about getting all of this. And I followed all that to the T, and the clerk either does it and you get the records or doesn't do it, and I file a complaint with the public access counselor, and then he makes a ruling after looking at both sides, and you go through the process that way. Sometimes you get pushed back from a clerk's office. Sometimes you might get pushed back from a police department, but very few and far between. Most people comply the way they should. But in this situation, they don't send me back a receipt, and he gets me at the meeting, and the mayor starts questioning me. Then what happens? A citizen... From the audience, stands up, he gives his name as Nate Conklin, which happens to be the mayor's son, and I admit, he is a city councilor-elect, which means he'll be taking the city council seat in just three weeks in 2020, but as of right now, he's just a citizen, and he starts spouting off all this crap, and in the middle of it, he says, eye contact is professional, eye contact would be nice, you ought to work on that. I look up from my notepad and from my phone because I'm doing work and taking notes and I'm like, what? And I'm looking at him and he's looking right at me. So he's standing up at a Union City City Council meeting where I think he's addressing the council and he's not. He's addressing me, telling me that he's the president of Equus and if I have any questions, I could ask him and how dare I ask for records because they have never done any work for the city and yada, yada, yada. And I'm stopping him and I'm saying, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not asking you for a damn thing. I wouldn't ask you for a damn thing. You're a private company. But if there is a claim that you have done some kind of work for the city, it is proper for me to ask the city if you're a vendor and if you've been paid for any work and if you have what that work has been for and a summary of that work and a summary of the services and if you, the clerk's office doesn't have anything, they just simply say they don't have anything. But what do I get? I get this jackass pushing me, acting like he's going to square off and fight with me. His mother then changes the seat where she's sitting in all the way at the distant corner from me. She walks all the way down the room by me to sit in a chair 10 feet from me, asking me why I'm requesting these records, why it matters. The mayor starts in on me. Then Rob Likens, a businessman who's already talked for 53 minutes, starts asking me why I'm concerned, and everyone's jumping my case, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't have to give you a reason. The public access counselor says I don't have to tell you why I want this. I, I could be requesting this simply to set it on fire. And there's not a damn thing that any of you can do about it. It's public document. So I start asking myself, why are they fighting this so hard? If there truly is nothing, if Equus has done no work or there's nothing in question, 
Why are they fighting this? They wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. If Acme Company out of New York, New York has never done any work for the city of Indianapolis and I contact the city of Indianapolis and say, hey, has the Acme Company in New York, New York ever done any work? I don't get people from New York going, hey, why are you asking? What are you doing this for, yo? They don't care. It wouldn't be or mean anything. And now I'm using a fake company. I'm just doing that proving a point. The clerk's office would simply say, no, we don't have them on file as a vendor. We've never paid them any money. We don't have any records reference what you're requesting. But now, because I've got these like four or five citizens who are just citizen nobodies, but are connected to the mayor and are connected to this company, Equus, and they're really fighting me hard on why I'm wanting this, now it makes it look like there is, in fact, something there, and they're trying to stop me from getting it. They're trying to stop me from pushing to get these records, because I'm going to push and get these records. If there are records there, they will be mine. I'm just so confused. It's like the old saying that it's the cover-up, not the crime. You know, a crime happens, and yeah, it's bad, but you get in trouble because of the cover-up. You know, the steps that you take to try and cover up the fact that you committed the crime. That's generally what gets you hemmed up. Had you not done any of that, nothing would have ever happened. But now, because I've got these people down here in my face acting like they're going to fight me and really questioning and wondering, I'm now wondering what is actually there. Something is there. And I'm going to push this to the end. Now I'm also wondering... What's going on with all of the other shady information I've heard? And I've got to admit, I've got a job to do to wade through all the information that I'm hearing and find out what is rumor, what is fact, what is fiction, what has a kernel of truth in it and most of it's BS, what has no truth involved and is just crazy absolutely out-the-window nonsense garbage because that does exist. And I understand people don't like these people because of this or that. But look, it's got nothing to do with me being jealous of anyone involved. I think all these people are dirty, rotten, scoundrel assholes. I have no jealousy of any of these people. I'll continue living my best life and you guys continue living your best life and we'll see who does what, when, and where. But I'm going to ask the question now because you have pushed me to need to know. And the citizens have a right to know. And beyond that, I'm going to double check and make sure that Rob Likens pays back the money that he said on the record that he'll be paying back. He said he's going to pay extra money to donate for this cause or that cause. I don't care anything about that. That's between him and and those organizations. If you're a philanthropist, have at it. We don't need to know. If you do it to let us know, then you're a braggart. And that I don't care anything about and has nothing to do with city business. You babbling on and bloviating on the way that you've went on and on and on and on and on and on, 
That has nothing to do with city business. Simply answering the one question, where are the jobs at, man? That's the only thing that matters. And if the jobs aren't there or the jobs aren't coming or the this excuse and that excuse and blah, blah, blah all the way home, then get your checkbook and make a check out to the city that gave you the $600,000 just some three years ago. You can come back if you want, if the citizens want to allow their officials to make that deal, but those new officials or the officials that will be coming back are going to have to start listening to the citizens. The citizens are going to have to start speaking up and they're going to have to start listening. I'm hoping that with the mayor gone, that there are some citizens that can talk to the new mayor and get him in check so that we can have an actual representative type government going on here where the mayor is doing his part to bring in economic development and sell the city and the council's having their role. The mayor shouldn't be leading the council full all the way where they don't have any input and it's a 100% five all vote or one to five vote just constantly. Now with Dan Vinson leaving District 1, the vote will more than likely be 5-0 all the way across the board always and forever. It's similar to what happens in Winchester and it's disgusting. That's not governing for the people. That's doing whatever backroom deals that the mayor has going on with his few select friends out in the open. And then you've got Mayor Conklin telling certain council members to shut up, to be quiet, to stop talking. I would laugh in his face if I was a council member. I laugh in his face as a citizen. I don't even need to be a citizen of Union City to say that he's an idiot. I told him during that meeting he was ridiculous. I'm going to get to the bottom of what's going on, and I'm asking you out there, if you have information to get a hold of me, if you want to help, if you want to join this cause, get in touch with me, 765-546-9796. My email is khbilbrey at gmail.com. You can text, call, or email me 24 hours a day here at the show. You can find me on social media on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbrey, Perception is Reality, or facebook.com backslash B-I-L-B-R-E-Y 318. That's Bilbrey 318. So you can get a hold of me. You can hit me up on Messenger. You can email me. You can call or text me and give me your information. Union City, Muncie, Anderson, Indianapolis, New York, Chicago, wherever you're at, if you have information that you feel that I need to help look into or you want some help, get a hold of me. I will help you. I will let you know what you can do. I'll give you my thoughts and my opinions. If I can't answer a question, I'll find the answer. If you need help hooking up with an attorney, I'll help you do that. But we have to increase your education and we have to increase your understanding, 
your influence that you have on your elected officials, your involvement. We have to get this going. We have to get this going because that's how we fight back against the corruption and the creepiness going on in Muncie, in Winchester, in Union City, and every place else. And I promise you, Brian Conklin, Rob Likens, Bob McCoy of Winchester, whoever's going to be in Muncie, Anderson, and beyond, if you're trying to intimidate your citizens, if you've got corruption ongoing, we will fight back against it. The softball part of this title is because there was a citizen who was talking about a concern that a neighbor shoved a softball in her sewer pipe and it caused her issues, and she was talking about it in this meeting, and they were making fun of her, laughing and carrying on. She's the one that was told that she's not welcome in the community, and she has a $100,000 home there. We have to fight back against this. Whether you're from a community, you live in a community, you work in a community, you play in a community, you're just passing through, citizens have to fight back. Citizens have to get engaged. Education is important, but we have to better government through citizen involvement. Or we are all going to be done for because they're going to be so corrupt it's going to be past fixing. You're listening to Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbury, and we'll be right back after this quick break. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Man, I can't believe that's the show already. I'm fired up. I could have went on talking for another two hours. Union City, you have my full attention. I'm fired up. That's good for the citizens and good for anybody who's doing right. It's bad for anybody that's doing wrong. Remember to pass the show on by word of mouth and social media to everybody you know. Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury can be found on all major podcast hosting sites as well as the home station of perception.fireside.fm. Take care. God bless. I'll talk to you again real soon. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765 546 9796. Till next time, remember, perception, perception is, is reality. Reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.